what is good, everybody? Happy Tuesday. How are we? How the hell are you? Um, I know I totally missed Valentine's Day last week, but happy Valentine's Day. You know, hopefully the love is in the air, whether you're with a partner, whether you're by yourself, you've got some self-love going on. I definitely spent Valentine's Day doing nothing special in particular, um, but I enjoy myself. I actually spent a lot of time with myself this weekend, which we'll get into it soon. But before we get into it, because it is Black History Month and I want to support my childhood best friend with with promoting her new products, um, this show is brought to you by Always Pray. Um produced, owned, operated by Preja Woodkins herself. She's the CEO of this company called Always Pray, which is essentially, um, actually, she gave me a little thing to read. I was like, girl, send me your info because your stuff is so good. Um, I actually, she produces a, a product called, the, it's called an empowerment board, which aligns perfectly with perfection unfolding because the whole goal of the empowerment board is so that you can map out your life and accomplish your goals and self-develop in a way that you can see on this beautiful uh, whiteboard. It's essentially a whiteboard that has like uh, different sections on it that you can uh, plan to-do lists. You can put um, self-empowering messages on there. Um, it's really incredible. It's a really incredible product. Just different patterns. So like a cityscape on one, and then and there's another version that's a little bit more of a boho vibe. Um, but essentially, um, the message of Always Pray is sometimes being a trailblazer focused on chasing your dreams can get hard and lonely. You deserve support from people who understand your lifestyle. Uh, Always Pray is a lifestyle brand dedicated to uplifting creatives and entrepreneurs on their journey to finding success. Um, there's content and products aka the empowerment boards, uh, curated to inspire, engage, and empower women specifically to follow their dreams. Men, I'm sure, are invited, but this is a brand de specifically dedicated to empowering women. Um, and she's a Black woman. It's a Black-owned and operated business. And I actually went onto her website and pulled some stuff. So right now, like, always pray, not only is it a lifestyle brand that's, like, geared towards fashion, uh, music, pop culture. She's always posting blogs about like the latest trends, like undercover artists who are about to blow up. Like she's always got her finger on the pulse of that stuff. But it's also a community for entrepreneurs, for creatives, uh, the dreamers of the world. Um, her and I have talked multiple times about how we feel alone in our journeys, um, how we're grateful for each other, but we just wish that we we could connect to other entrepreneurs, women, creatives like ourselves. And that's exactly the kind of thing that she's cultivating through with Always Pray. Um, she's got this new group going on the Geneva app for it's where for a community of aspiring growers. Um, Always Pray not only is a lifestyle brand, but it's also about self-development. She talks about different mental health um, things. She speaks to her own experience as a black woman um, becoming an entrepreneur. Um, so any of this, if any of this resonates with you, check out Always Pray. Right now she does have the empowerment boards, but she's also got t-shirts um, with a cute saying. She's got bags right now, uh, like tote, cute little tote bags that are all about, you know, embracing your soft girl era and that kind of messaging. She's so tired of being, you know, the strong black woman. She like wants to cultivate an environment for black women to be soft, right? To be, to be in their feminine, to just chill out. You know what I mean? Like they don't always have to be this 
this thing that society says they are because there's multifaceted people. Um, you can do a million hundred different things, right? And it's time that we we stop putting black women specifically in in these kinds of boxes, right? So on the Geneva app um, for Always Pray, you can meet other like-minded multi multi-dimensional creatives and entrepreneurs seeking inspiration and empowerment in their personal and professional lives. Um, you will also be in the know for all the meetups that Always Pray uh, schedules. So you'll be in, you'll be the first to know if you are in NYC, if you are listening in New York, like, uh, there'll be local meetups for creatives and entrepreneurs, um, with like drinks and just like ways to network and get to know fellow women who are doing the same thing as you, which I think is super dope. Um, it's also in a, to a place where, uh, you can express yourself authentically, um, where, where being yourself, you can make genuine connections uh, with like-minded dreamers, network um and talk about fashion beauty music wellness and more and um yeah so that's always pray check out the website and also um you can get a 20 percent off discount if you subscribe to the community so if you become a part of the always pray community or join the geneva app um you will get a 20 percent off discount the empowerment board is dope it's really big it's really sturdy i have one at my house that i use um I mean, I moved and I couldn't necessarily bring it with me, but when I am at home, I'm using it to make my to-do list, to put inspiring quotes to myself on there, um, to keep me and hold me accountable for like my weekly, um, things I want to accomplish. It's a whiteboard. It's so dope. Like I've never seen a product before. Like I've only ever seen whiteboards and there's good whiteboards and there's bad whiteboards, but they're all just white. You know, none of them are inspiring. You know, we spend all this money on planners that are cute and colorful and fun. And and we never think like, what if that was on a whiteboard? And so always pray, Preja filled in that gap and she created that product. So highly encourage you to go check out Always Pray. I wanted to make sure I said that at the top of the show. So nobody missed it. Um, but yeah, that's what I want to start off with. Always pray go go support my girl go support black owned businesses and go support women moving on um let's get into our gift of gratitude section so you know what it is find a comfy position again if you're driving you know just take a couple deep breaths you don't close your eyes um find a comfy position sit up nice and tall if you can i'm sitting crisscross applesauce and if you are able and if you're comfortable just go ahead and close your eyes and we're just going to take a couple a couple moments to just sit and think about the things that we're grateful for. And then we're going to take three deep breaths together. So let's just take a moment. And let's go ahead and take that first deep inhale. Let's breathe in. Let's exhale. Nice deep breath in. Fill those lungs. And exhale. Get all that frustration out from the day. Last breath in together. And exhale. Mm, that always feels so good. Again, I can feel my like inhales are a little bit shallow. Probably because I've been sitting hunched over for about two hours. Um, just, you know, grinding away on my computer. But hopefully that just is like, you know, if you didn't give yourself any other time in the day to sit with yourself and give yourself a moment, 
you know, you took that moment, you thought about some things that you're grateful for. Maybe it's your thoughts, maybe it's your body, maybe it's your your job, maybe it's like the fact that you showed up for yourself in some way today. Um, some things I'm grateful for. Um, I'm grateful for dance, right? With a capital D, like just dance, all kinds of dance. I'm grateful for my body and its ability to dance to music, to interpret music, to move to music, to be so incredibly inspired by by music um, and to express it in, in this physical way. Um, I'm grateful, like I said, I, for my body, I've been weight training recently and I'm going on week five now. Last week, I didn't weight train the four days that I wanted. I weight trained, I think three days and, um, or maybe it was only two. It was a bit, it was a bit of a weird week. Um, but I'm going on week five and I'm getting stronger. Like I can feel my muscles and I can see my muscles building and I can, like, I can, I can, not only can I feel them like, you know, with my hands, but I can feel them in my strength. Um, yeah, I'll get into like, I'll get into like a little bit more in a little bit, but grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my network of friends. Like they are the real MVPs. I've reached out to several friends over the last week because, um, last two weeks, because I've been struggling and that's been a goal of mine is to just reach out and, and lean on my people. And I've been doing that and it just feels amazing to really be reminded that I'm supported in every way. Like there's not a single person in my life that I'm close to who does not ride for me, who does not, is not like a ride or die. Um, and also and vice versa. Like I ride for my motherfucking friends, excuse my French mama. My mom's been complaining that I'm dropping too many F-bombs on the podcast, but I'm like, you know what? It's my creative expression. Don't hinder me. Okay. But yeah, I'm grateful for my network of friends. I'm grateful for my 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 inner circle. I'm grateful grateful for my peripheral circle of friends. I'm grateful for my acquaintances. I'm grateful for people who just like look out for me and know me, even though and like they they help me out, even though they don't have to, right? I'm grateful for my progress in my self soothing journey and abilities. Um, I've I've had to self soothe a lot recently, like not just recently in the last two weeks, but recently just in the last quarter of my, my year, you know, the, of the last four months, there's been so much self-soothing and so much like having to show up for myself and reassure myself and validate myself and, and love myself. And, um, with every disappointment, with every heartbreak, with every challenge, with every moment of discomfort, I'm continually sharpening that skill, <laughs> sharpening that tool and um and ultimately i'm grateful for it even for the, those opportunities even though they suck um when you're in the thick of them but i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for my ability to self soothe myself um i'm grateful for my ability to grow where i'm planted which is going to be a massive theme for today's episode um and i'm grateful for my self awareness which i think has been the greatest skill i have developed in my lifetime in the last, you know, 28 years I've been alive is my increasing self-awareness, like period. It is, it has been the, the catalyst for all of the change and all of the self-development I've been able to make, um, for the better, you know, sometimes self, you know, they say knowledge is, is power, but it can also be depressing but I choose to I choose to believe that like my self awareness like the knowledge I I I come 
I come in contact with, I come into awareness of is, um, is incredibly empowering. Um, Cause it's like, you can't change something if you don't know it. Right. And if you don't know it, it's like, yeah, you're just stuck. Right. So I'm grateful for my self-awareness and hopefully, you know, some of these examples give you an idea of things that you can kind of Maybe you didn't think that you could be grateful for, right? Like anything's on the table. I can, you could be grateful for the doorknob in your, in your house that, that, that separates you from the outside world, you know, like it could be anything. Um, and that's what I love about this practice is just a practicing it, you know, so that you, that you, so that you can remind yourself that there are good things happening in your life. There are helpful things around you always. Like there's always something to to be grateful for always, 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 always. And because I've been in such a kind of weird turmoil, t- tumultuous kind of internal world recently, it's, this practice has been very, very important to me because it's not all doom and gloom. Like if, if I ever feel that my life is all doom and gloom, like I am doing something wrong because everything is a choice, right? You can choose your perspective. You can choose you can choose to see the negative in everything. You choose to see the positive in everything. But I like to live in a balance. I like to be somewhere in the in-between. Like there's always there's always going to be negative and positive things occurring around you. There's always going to be unhelpful and, and helpful things happening around you at all times. You, but you get to choose the lens that you view the world through, you know? And sometimes sometimes things are things just suck, you know? And the last thing you want to do is is in, invalidate that experience. You know, it's like, just let it suck. Be mad, be angry, be sad. But also know that like, that's not the whole story, you know? Um, feel your feelings. They're valid a hundred percent, but just know like there's always something else. Um, you can always choose a different choice. And so, yeah, that's the gratitude section. Some life updates. Um, also, oh my God, like I've totally forgot to intro the show. For those of you who are still here, um, you're listening to another episode of Perfection Unfolding with me, Kara G. Um, This is a podcast all about self-development. It's philosophy. It's my digital diary um, where I kind of talk you through what I'm going through and and give you the tools that are helping me along my way. Um, Yeah. Wow. I totally, I just jumped right in there, didn't I? My goodness. Um, Some life updates. I actually, for the first time since I've been here, went out dancing. Um, I attended the uh, LA Bachata Festival out here in, uh, I think it was in Burbank, actually. Never been. Um, I've only been to two other congresses, one in Las Vegas like two years ago, and then the Houston Salsa Congress. Houston? Yeah, Salsa Congress uh, last January. And I haven't danced in three months. Like I haven't been out dancing since before I moved. So I have been itching to dance since I moved out here. And I finally made time to go. Did I spend money I, I maybe shouldn't have spent? Absolutely I did. But some things are just worth it. And let me tell you something. Like I needed this weekend. I used this this Bachata Festival as my artist date. I have been, between you and me, I've been slacking on my artist dates I've been doing my morning pages every morning, but my artist dates for whatever reason, like I've just, I'm in my brain, I guess I've hindered myself. I've blocked myself, um, from thinking that there are artist dates around me that, that would make sense because I live on a mountain with like a very low population. So there aren't a whole lot of like things to do around here, but 
to be honest, that's just me making excuses because going on a walk and or going hiking or whatever, like that would count as my artist day, like going out in nature. Um, so I just decided not to make any excuses this week and or really, really this month. And I was like, I'm going to this thing. I'm going to go for the day. I'm going to, I'm going to do the workshops all day and then I'm going to social dance all night. And that's exactly what I did. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with, um, like Latin dance or even just dance culture in general, um, a Congress is basically like a convention. It's like, um, you, you go, you take class from instructors from all over the world all day. And then at nighttime they have um, a show with with performers of those in, those instructors dance students will will perform um and because it's a bachata festival it's latin dance so it's salsa it's bachata it's kazumba it's zouk it's all these different styles and it's really inspiring and then at night after after the show people social dance which is just partner dancing you know doing salsa bachata um till 5 a.m like from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m., there's just dancing all night. And it's an insane culture, but it's so freaking fun. And I just want to shout out like all the wonderful people that I met over the weekend um, that, I, that I got to dance next to and dance with. Um, I got to be in like some of the videos that the instructors took at the end of their classes just because I volunteered. And I got tagged in them on social media, and that felt really good. Um, there were a lot of people who came up to me, and they were like, oh, my gosh, you're so good. Like, what's your background? What do you do? And I was just like, you know, I started a couple years ago, but I've been dancing my whole life. And I think it was just really the, not that I need validation, but it just feels so good when you get it. Like, um, I also realized, even though I've known this for a while, like I am finally surrendering to the fact that I need to be dancing. Like dancing is a part of my purpose. Like it's what I'm supposed to do because Every time I go into a room and I start dancing and I really start just giving it my all and just doing my thing, people come up to me and they just, they're in awe and like they're inspired. And, you know, I've gone to several dance conventions, um, and like a, a separate set of the dance of the dance world where it's not Latin dancing. It's like jazz, hip hop, um, contemporary, modern, like that type of, um, of style, those type of styles where I'm I'm learning choreography from people who dance with the top music artists in the industry. Like Janelle Genestra is like my dance, you know, idol. She's <laughs> my dance freaking muse. I'm obsessed with with the way she moves and the way she dances. And um I think I said this before on the podcast, but like, you know, one time she came, she gave me a scholarship and she told me I needed to dance. I needed to move out to LA. And I never did. Um but like that was, you know, when I was in college and I felt like I was fat and untalented, you know, because I hadn't danced in so long. And so it's just like, I just know that I'm supposed to be dancing. And I think this weekend just kind of solidified that because, because I have, because I did find dance again two years ago. And then I've kind of, and over this last three months, I've, I've been without it. It's become very clear to me, like, no, like I never want to live without dance ever again. <laughs> so I'm back at it. Even though I won't be able to like dance all the time at the moment, 100% as soon as I'm able, like I am going to be training. I'm going to become a salsera. I'm going to perform. I'm going to go all out. Like I want to be on that stage. I want to be teaching classes. Like I don't care what it is. Even if it's not salsa, like I, I want it to be a part of my life full time, like a hundred percent. So I'm going to do whatever 
it what it takes to to make that happen. We'll see what that looks like. Um, I want to train more and I want to be with people who live in the world of wanting to better themselves, especially through dance. Like the thing about salsa, about social dancing specifically in the Latin world, and I know I'm going on a little bit of a rant here, but the thing that's so incredible about it is that because a lot of times it starts off with people who've never danced before, like I would I would say like pedestrian, you know, dancers with no background, like you start social dancing and then you want to get better and better and better and better. You get addicted to it because, because of the connection, because the better of a dancer you become, the more connected you you can, you can be with, with the people you dance with. And it's just this thing where you get this high, like you get this dopamine hit that just keeps on giving because when you dance alone, yeah, that's one thing, right? That's you self-expressing. That's amazing. But when you social dance, you're connecting with people with people from all over the world, with all different walks of life, all different jobs, all different baggage, all different everything. But it doesn't matter because the music's on and like you're just vibing. It's literally vibes. Like it is vibes in car, like it personified. Um, and it's this amazing, beautiful experience. And if you've ever thought about it, if you ever thinking about it, like just try it out. Now, I met so many people this weekend who teach and dance at studios all over California. And I am so excited because now I follow them on Instagram and I can go to their studios and, and be like, oh, like I remember you, you know? So that's what I think I'm going to do at least once a month is like go out to LA, get enough, get, get a hotel for the night and, and just take class and go to socials. Because here's the thing, like I've been afraid to do things alone out here, A, because money and B, because, um, you know, it's just risky right? But like life is going to happen with or without me and I want to be a part of it. So that's, that was like my big update. It's like, I I went dancing and I feel so rejuvenated. Like, I feel like I've been so confined and constricted and, and weighed down the last couple of weeks, my own doing, you know, at the end of the day. And I just, I just told myself, I was like, I don't care how much this costs. Like I have to go do it. Like I will pay myself back. This is, such an integral part of my of my personhood of my personality like um so there's that also i update i'm better this week mostly to due to the fact that i went dancing like i literally danced from 10 a.m till 5 a.m the next day like it was crazy my my feet hurt but what was wild is the fact that i've been you know weight training and working out up here in the mountains with the elevation and when i went down there it was like i was a freaking uh, track star. Like the only reason why I stopped dancing was because my feet were going to fall off because they were, they were hurting so much from my, my shoes, from my heels. Other than that, like I had so much energy left, which was crazy. Um, I'm very impressed with myself. So it's like, yeah, I'm getting stronger. Like my workouts are working. Um, my booty was looking juicy and my little pants. I was like, okay, girl, come on. Like I hadn't, I hadn't felt, this is a big piece of it too. I haven't felt sexual or sensual at all since I've been out here. Like I've been wearing freaking baggy jeans and, and, you know, sweaters every day because it's cold and, you know, not really putting on makeup on makeup on, not really caring too much about my appearance. Cause I, you know, work at a camp and, um, and I finally, like I put, I put some makeup on and I slicked back my hair and my little ponytail. I put my little earrings on and I put like a cute little, like all black outfit on and my, my little salsa, salsa heels and I went out dancing and I felt so beautiful and so sexy and just like 
just dancing and just expressing myself and fucking being the little wiggly worm that I am, you know? And not even because I was because I was dancing with men or getting attention from men, but just because people could feel my energy like cuz I come alive when I'm like doing the thing I love and and so that was also like a really nice piece of it. Now to mention I got to stay in a hotel room all by myself, you know, with no one around, which was lovely too, but so I'm better this week and and I want to say like um I keep having to remind myself how important it is to fill my cup up in all the ways that I can, like in, in all the different areas of my life. Like I can't just leave one cup empty and think that I can I can continue producing, continue moving on at a hundred percent. Like it's just not possible. You know, and I know I've been talking about dance a lot, but it's such a big piece of my life. Like I thought, you know, coming out here, I I missed it immediately. And I just thought, okay, well, you know, I'll do it when I can, right? And like that'll be enough. But it's just not enough. Like I've put into my 12-week plan that I'm that I'm I'm currently working, dancing twice a week doing cardio twice, like cardio through dance twice a week, whether that's learning a routine, practicing a routine I already know, freestyling, whatever it is, like I, I have to do it. I have to incorporate it in my life. Um, I can't just wait around for classes because I'll go crazy. <laughs> um, and also like, this is also a reminder that like, how important the artist state is. Like the artist state is literally time by myself doing creative things that I love. Right. And I've been doing a lot of things you know, trying to build my business, trying to build up my, the website for the for the podcast, you know, working out, sticking to my routine. But the creativity piece of there isn't always, it's not always revealed, you know, by itself. Like I have to actively go out of my way and 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 pursue that, pursue that artist state, pursue that time alone to just be, to do something that little carrot loves. And little carrot loves to fucking dance, bro. So I'm gonna give her what she wants because she deserves the world. Um in other news, I am going to Texas uh, for the weekend. Um, my sister's having a baby shower. Shout out my sis. She's going to have a little baby girl, which I'm so excited about. Um, I'm going to be an auntie to another little little girl, which is super exciting. Um, but that being said, I'm going to be in Dallas for a day on Monday, Feb, 20, Feb 26th. And... I was going to put some feelers out there to see if anybody wanted to take dance class, but I just said, screw it. I rented the space um, and I'm going to be teaching class on Monday. So I will be posting a flyer about that um, literally today. It's Tuesday. So as you're listening to this today, go to my Instagram and check out the info on that. Um, I'll be doing a work a pop-up class uh, for hip hop and a pop-up class for heels on Monday. Hip hop at seven, heels at 830. It's going to be an hour and a half for each, $20, $20 a pop, um, only 10 slots a piece. So if you want to come, if you want to see me in real IRL, um, come take dance class. Um, again, details on my Instagram, just because, you know, I don't want to uh, bog you down with too much info. But again, my Instagram is at Kara G. Campbell. So info there, payment, time, place, uh, will all be on the flyer. Share it with your friends. If you can't make it, you know, tell your friends of friends. Um, and so I'm excited about that. So I'll be I'll only be in Dallas for one day, unfortunately, because, you know, I got to fly back and keep working. But hopefully I can see some of you guys um, who listen and uh, come dance with me. I'm going to do my first heels, my first heels class. Um, I've taken many heels classes, but I've never actually done one, uh, taught one. But coming off this weekend, the Spachata Festival, 
Um, I took a burlesque class and I took um, a heels class and I was just like, yo, like I could do this. This is so much fun. Like, so I want to bring that to, to the Dallas community, my flavor of heels. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be sensual. And then my hip hop class is for uh, adult beginners. So we do foundations, we do um, some choreography. We're going to have a lot of fun there too. So come check me out. Again, at Kara G. Campbell, look for the flyer today. I'll probably post it sometime around lunchtime. Um, So let's get into, that brings me to the topic of the week. So I spoke earlier about, you know, being grateful for growing where I'm planted and that is something that has been resonating so hard. Like it is such a lesson that I've needed to learn um, in every way because up until I up until I left my last nine to five job last year in June, I have always been very big on security and safety, specifically with money, right? And it's always been a priority of me of mine to make more money if I can and to, you know, to keep pushing forward and to keep building that security. Like, you know, I bought a condo when I was 26 because I did not like the way it felt to be, to have my, my living situation controlled by some, by some company, you know, renting an apartment, you know, like I had to fight so many people, you know, just leaving apartments. Like I had to fight with the, with the, the management company to just to get my deposit back. And then, you know, they were going to raise my rent a hundred or two hundred dollars um at my last apartment I had and I was just like you know what I don't care what I have to do I'm never renting again because it just felt so volatile it felt so unsafe it felt so um insecure I guess um uh, not secure and that's such a big piece of what helps me thrive is like feeling secure and feeling safe in in my life in my finances specifically you know and I I think I've been I've been working through a lot of the money blocks that I have um, so that I could make more money, you know, or just be open to more money. Because I think there's a piece of me in my head that has scarcity mindset that, that thinks I'm not going to have enough, that thinks nothing's ever going to be enough, but that's just, it's just not true. And like, I've been really doubling down on that. And so a big piece of, of what I've been going through recently is, um, I haven't had any security financially, like at all, since I left my last nine to five job. You know, I, I left my nine to five job last year. I did a handshake deal for a freelance contract gig for that lasted six months. And then now I'm here, you know, and I'm, I'm making about half the amount of money that I've made a year ago at my nine to five job, you know, annually. And so that just, it going from, you know, more to less never feels good <laughs> financially. Um, but I've been trying to lean into like taking more risks, you know, it's like take more risks so that I can reap more rewards. And, and so with that, there's come a lot with the risk, there's come a lot of discomfort, right? I've been talking a lot about being uncomfortable, being, being in discomfort, sitting in discomfort, like increasing my capacity to, to be able to handle discomfort and being uncomfortable. And and so that brings me to like my most recent experience. And I just, I wrote a quick little thing like about what I've been going through because I mentioned it a little bit last week and I'm not going to go into too much detail, but this is pretty much the gist of what I've been going through. And then we'll get into the, the, the topic. So recently I became incredibly frustrated with the people around me and with my current environment when I realized there isn't anyone here that I truly connect with or feel seen by. After coming to this conclusion, it hurt my feelings. 
especially when I came into this experience with an open heart and mind. Naturally, my reaction was to flee, to get a new job back in Texas, to run into the arms of friends and family whom I know and love, and whom I know love and adore me. Knowing that no one here really cares about me triggered this deep wound in me and sent me into a familiar place in my psyche where I feel misunderstood and unimportant and probably not worthy of love, aka a place of like instability and, and discomfort. A place I don't find myself in very often anymore, so it was jarring being sent there by people who shouldn't have had that much power over me in theory. It's funny because there isn't anything wrong with the environment or people I'm around. It's just not a match for me energetically. I no longer want to spend time around people who aren't lit up by me or me by them. I'm looking for fuck yes experiences, and it's okay that this is no longer where I want to spend my time. However, knowing I can't just get up and leave all willy-nilly because hashtag capitalism, I began to self-soothe myself and remind myself that this isn't the end of the world. People are going to misunderstand me everywhere I go, probably from now on into eternity. (laughs) The truth is, I have always felt misunderstood and unseen everywhere I've ever been or worked. I think the truth of the matter is that it just burned a little more in this case under these circumstances because it's being coupled with a breakup and a job loss all within the time frame of a few months. I think my heart just couldn't bear another disappointment, and yet it had no choice. To be honest, I know nothing anyone does has anything to do with me. That that doesn't make accepting the reality of my situation any less hurtful. That being said, I reminded myself that I am the variable in my life I have control over. I decided what kind of experience I want to have, and I refuse to just endure my life in hopes that something better will come along. I choose to enjoy it. I choose to choose it with a fuck yes kind of energy. I'll always be looking for ways to level it up, but I choose to be present through it all no matter how ideal it is or isn't. I choose to grow where I'm planted. And so this is kind of speaking to the relational side of feeling you know, unsecure and unsafe. Um, and I was speaking earlier about the financial side, but this is, but coupled in with this experience is also a um, unsafe financial situation because you know, I'm not able to do all the things that I, that I would like to do or save the money I'd like to save. Um, and that is that is coupled alongside you know being around people who don't necessarily care for me that much you know and and it's you know apathy's i you know as they say the opposite of love is fear but i heard recently it's like the opposite of love is indifference and that does not indifference does not feel good like it does not feel good to be around people who are indifferent towards you like if you were to just get up and leave it nothing would matter nothing would change it would impact a total of no people you know and that's just not something that I'm really I'm really into anymore. Like, I've never been into that, to be honest with you. But it's just not something I'm interested in experiencing anymore. And and to be honest, this this being here has you know given me the opportunity to come to the realization of like I'm going to grow where I'm planted. Whereas I think in the past, um, like at my nine to five, for instance, that lesson would have been lovely to know because I would have. I would have stayed at that job and made it work for me more so than feeling like I needed to get out of there because it was so uncomfortable and like I was so um you know I just I I there were certain you know individuals I didn't want to be around anymore and I just needed to get out I needed to get out which was my first reaction 
here when I realized that people were indifferent to me here. I was just like, I got to get out of here. This is, these aren't my people. Like I have to move and I have to get a new job and I have to do this and I have to do that. It's like, then I would just be reliving the lesson that I, that I, I was supposed to learn a year ago. You know, the fact of the matter is I don't need to do anything. I can chill, right? Like there's no rush. And so I want to get into a, a journal entry that I actually wrote um, the day before Valentine's Day, um, which was the day, like the day I kind of came to this realization of like grow where you're planted. Um, <clears throat> and it goes like this, 5.42 a.m. because I've been waking up super early to get all my things done. February 13th, 2024, day 129 of my morning pages. It's been 129 days. That's crazy. I wrote, in order to make this happen, it has to be sustainable. This being my dream life. Slow and steady. Jumping into the unknown will teach you a lot really fast, but it isn't going to solve your problems. Shutting down isn't going to solve your problems either. We need an exit strategy. We said we'd give ourselves 12 weeks. Let's fucking follow through. Let's make it happen. Operation launch your business. Operation book your first client. Operation make money from your podcast. Operation fucking do it here. Be where you are. Own your choice. Use this time. Use it. You asked for this. Give yourself until spring. Endure this winter. Focus on yourself and your health and give yourself a shot. Operation make content. Operation book VA clients. Virtual assistant. Operation use your network and make it work and make it happen. The goal is to work remotely, so let's fucking figure it out. Don't keep distracting yourself with unnecessary struggle, giving yourself a false sense of productivity, i.e. trying to move back to Texas and find a new job. Your job is easy. The people are fine. You've accepted your reality. Great. That's step one. You've rearranged your finances. The least you can do is beef up your savings more before the leap. Yes, you are going to leap into your zone of genius. But first, you're going to have to figure it out from here. From where you are. Your people are your people no matter where you are. Things cost money no matter where you are. Thrive in the soil you're planted. Use this as an opportunity to alchemize. Limit their access to you and create your own little bubble of magic. Buy the light. Buy the tripod. Set yourself up for success. This is a time for abundance, not scarcity. If and when you figure this out and make it happen, you will be the proudest of yourself you've ever been. This is a season of life you'll never get back. Squeeze the juice from it. Level up the podcast. Level up yourself. Get in the best shape of your life. Be a product of your own mindset, not of your environment. Make your environment better by becoming better. If you can master this, you can do anything. I'm proud of you and your vision right now. Oh no, I said, I'm proud of you and your wisdom right now. This is no time for ego games. You are safe. You are supported. Yes, you are uncomfy but you are taken care of and safe. I got you. There is no rush. I don't chase. I attract my dream life. She comes to me and we live peacefully together. Thank you. I love you. Whew. 
So I wrote that and it's like, you'll see, you can kind of hear that I'm talking to myself in second person. Like you, 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 let's make it happen. Like I'm talking like we, I say we a lot, like me and my higher self, me and little Kara. Like when I have conversations like this in my journal, like this is my higher self giving me a pep talk. Like these are my guys. This is my, my, my guardian angels, whatever you want to call them. Like they are talking to me and they're like, they're giving me real talk. They're giving adult Kara some real talk and it's supportive, but it's also very stern. And and at the end of this, you can hear me, you, you literally hear me say like, you're uncomfy right now, but you're taken care of and you're safe. And just that sentence alone has been like, like, is something I have to continue reminding myself of because, you know, little me does get frustrated and scared and like, we're not going to thrive here and we're not going to make this work. And, you know, and, and she listens to my ego because my ego is just like, you're right, you're right. We're, we're, we're in danger, you know, but my higher self, my evolved self, my self-aware self is the part of me that's like, no, like we're good. Like, to be honest with you, all we need to do is switch around our finances and you'll have money to spend. Like, it's okay that you're not saving, you know, $700, $800 every month. Like you have an emergency fund, you have investments. Like it's okay that for a couple months you chill on those until you make some more, until you make a little bit of extra cash, right? Like don't sit here and live. I'm talking to myself, right? Like I don't have to sit here and live in this energy of like, I can't afford that. I can't do that. I can't do anything fun. I can't have my artist dates. I can't do that because, you know, I have these big financial goals. It's like sometimes things need to be put on the back burner, right? Sometimes you have to make, you have to make adjustments so you can live a high quality life where you're at. Um, and this is not, this is not to say that financial, you know, responsibility isn't important. It absolutely is. But sometimes a part of the part of financial responsibility is is you taking care of yourself in, in whatever way that looks like. I'm not talking about splurging on stuff that you don't care about. I'm talking about spending money, and specifically in my case, spending money on things that you do care about, that you do value, that in that enhance your quality of life, especially if you can afford it. You know what I mean? I've been I've been trying to keep the same financial goals I had when I was making twice the money. And like putting them on the financial means I have now, which just does not work. You know, like I think earlier this month, I overdrafted my account because I took out so much savings. And um, I was like, that's not possible, right? And at first I was like, I need to make more money. I need a new job. And then I thought to myself, I was like, okay, what do I have now to work with? And what I have now to work with is just a smaller savings budget so that I can have a little bit more spending cash to, so I can so I can go take dance class because it's so important to me and it fills my cup up so much and and so I can like um you know buy buy the high quality food that that I know will nourish my body it's doing those things and to be able to afford the life that I that's important to me even if it's like a smaller scale right like I'm trying to build a life that's important to me with like a bare bones skeleton with like the finances that I have at the moment. But I know that this is just temporary, right? And I have to, I have to source the security in, in the environment and in the space I have now with the finances I have now, with the opportunity I have now, right? I need to work with what I have. I need to grow where I'm planted. Exactly as I said, because nothing else is, is true right now, except for what is. And so that's what I have to focus on. I have to focus on what I do have the abundance I do have and make that work for me. And then, and then, you know, call in more as, as I'm able. 
right? Operation, book my first client. I'm, I'm more than capable of doing that for my coaching business. It's just a matter of focusing and putting my energy there. I have all the skills, you know? It's just, I, I have to put myself out there and let people know that that's a service that I provide, right? I have this podcast. Like there are opportunities for me to, to get sponsorships and to, to work with brands that, that, that align with my values, right? I think a big, a big block that I have is like, you know, I'm not just going to support any brand. I'm not going to do the blue chews or the, or the, the athletic greens or products that I don't actually use or don't believe in or, or think that aren't healthy for you, right? Like um, integrity is my biggest my biggest piece in building anything. So, you know, I'm not just going to launch my website without having the things on there that I think are important, like that, without having the value that I really want to offer. But those are things I'm focusing on in this 12 weeks that I've got going for myself in my plan. And so I just really want to share that message. I want to share that message of grow where you're planted. Like if you're in a season of, of drought, well, guess what? There are plants that that grow in the midst of droughts, cacti, the, uh, the sequoias that grow to be, you know, 10, 10 feet tall or more, right? They soak up the water that they can get their hands on and they use that to thrive for the rest of the season. And, you know, sometimes you are going to be in a desert, you are going to be in a, in a dry spell, but there's, but there's no reason why you cannot use the specific minerals in that soil to your advantage because every everything has a benefit if you look at it in the right the right through the, with the right perspective through the through the through a helpful lens right and so um with that that's that's the growing where you're planted that's where i'm at right now in, in this season it's like every other season in my life like i have i have kind of put myself in, you know, more cushiony soil, right? Like I've kind of had the ability to choose kind of where I wanted to be planted and, and kind of have more, more stability and, and more like consistency and like how I could be, how I was watered and, and the, the sunlight that I was given. Whereas now it's a little bit less ideal, you know, like I feel more like a dandelion. That's kind of like the seeds just flew through the air all willy nilly and just kind of landed somewhere. Now I'm working with the soil that I'm, I've been presented. I'm working with the, with the nutrients that, that are at my disposal. I'm, I'm choosing to not just see it as a pile of shit, right. But, but to, to, to see it as compost, to see it as, um, fertilizer, right. Because shit is fertilizer. You know what I mean? You can, you can make, you can literally take shit and use it to grow the most luscious, delicious fruits, veggies, you know, what have you, flowers. And so that's what I'm choosing to do. Um, and, and it's like, I don't even think that my, my situation even is shit. You know, I think at first, like you could say, yeah, you know, it's not ideal, but then you start to think about it. You start to look at it. You're like, well, I could, I could do this. And maybe I could teach dance classes at the city, you know, you know, the sister city that's like right down the street, you know, 10, 20 minutes. Maybe I could reach out to this person. Or maybe I could, I could do that. Or maybe, you know, just my, my, once I start entering that space where like possibility exists and curiosity exists, this magical thing starts happening. And like my creativity starts going off the wall and it's like, well, it's really not that bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm again, I'm safe. I'm secure. Like there's a roof over my head. I have my own room. I have access to Wi-Fi. I have 
and you start getting to this, into this whole like this vein of gratitude and being grateful for where you are and being grateful for where you're planted because before I kind of was blinding, I was blocking myself from being able to see all the value that's that's in this experience because I've already gotten so much value out of it. Whether it's whether it's you know directly from what I'm doing or just being in the space, being in my cave, sitting with myself, right? And it, again, it's not to negate the fact that like, you know, some parts of it, some parts of your experience can be shitty, and you know, allow them to be shitty. But guess what? That shit can also be fertilizer if you allow it, or it could just be a cow patty, you know, that just hardens over and petrifies in the middle of a field. It's your choice. You can either let it be, let it be there and harden up and get crusty, dusty, and and even so so hard that the flies don't even want it. Or you can rake that shit out and spread it across your field and let it, let those freaking, you know, bacteria and shit just, uh, new, like, uh, fertilize the shit out of your, your pastures and out of your crops. And I'm taking this analogy all the way. (laughs) I'm going to rake this shit up. I'm going to freaking mix it with some banana peels and some compost. And we're going to make some delicious ass motherfucking fruit because guess what? Like. I refuse to do anything else. I refuse to let it be anything else. I refuse to just endure. I'm going to enjoy every part of my life in every season of my life. I'm going to choose that because what else is there? Think about it. What is the other choice? You just want to be miserable or even worse, indifferent? Oh my God, I can't think of anything worse than being apathetic about my life. Like, like... I'd rather, I'd rather be dead. You know what I mean? And apathy, whether we like it or not, is a choice. It's all a choice. Like if you're depressed, you can choose to, to engage in actions that, that are helpful for you. Eating nutritious food, getting good night's sleep, drinking water, doing the baseline physical things so that it helps your mental. You know, when we're, when we're happy there, like, yes, there are going to be times when we're not, when we're not as, as, as elevated, but like, there are things you can do to maintain that to a certain degree by, you know, doing your artist dates, like tapping into your creativity, eating nutritious food, getting good sleep, connecting with your friends, doing things you love, right? Expressing yourself. Oh my God, that's a massive one. With dance, that's been the biggest thing I've been missing is the expression of myself. I haven't been able to express myself verbally with in like these deep ways with the people around me recently, but I gave myself the gift of expressing myself through dance, you know? And so anyway, that's, you know, what I, that's the message I want to leave you with the, with the growing where you're planted and just give you some, some hope that things get better. And, and also remind you, everything is temporary. Joy is temporary. Sadness is temporary. Frustration is temporary. Like the two weeks that I was so frustrated, like I blew up at my coworkers. I felt really bad about it, but then it just, I needed to express that. Right. And I got it out. And even though it wasn't the most ideal way, like it still happened and it let me get through my wave of of emotion and and reach the destination of like, chill out. It's going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need validation from these people. I don't need connection from these people. Um, what I need in my bare bones like the bare bones of what I actually need to thrive is safety and security. Like, and I have that, right? I was perceiving that I wasn't financially safe or secure. I was perceiving that I wasn't, you know, safe or secure in my relationships, but I am like, 
I was just perceiving, I was just expecting more from these people than they could give. And that's disappointing, but it's just the truth and it's okay. But I just had to go through that whole experience to just come to that conclusion, you know? And that's also okay. Um, and that being said, like I was going to get into some other stuff, uh, this week, but I think that's good. I think I'm going to keep these episodes to about an hour. Um, that feels like a good amount of time to get a message across. It feels like a good amount of time just to listen. You know, I know two hours is a, is a long time. Um, and that was the message I wanted to, I wanted to, to give you guys this week. That was the thing that was on my chest. Like when I was looking through all the messages I was sending myself, um, through Instagram, uh, all of these graphics of like, like there was this one graphic I saw that was really beautiful. Um, it was essentially, is a picture of a woman like laying down a picture of a woman, um, kind of in the fetal position with like roots growing from her into the ground. And then, um, a picture of that woman, like in child's pose with roots growing into the ground and a flower kind of growing up. And it's so perfect. It's like, it's the first picture of her laying down says discomfort. The second picture of her kind of starting to grow says acceptance. And then the third picture of like the flower sprouting from her back, um, it says growth. And it says, this is what healing looks like. Ex discomfort, acceptance, and growth, which is literally the cycle I've been going through, you know, over and over and over and over and over again in small ways and in large ways since I've been alive, you know, but at least since I've been conscious of my healing journey since, uh, back in, you know, 2017. Um, so it's been a wild ride. Like that's almost seven years of this cycle. And like, sometimes it happens on a daily, like it happens like several times a day. And sometimes I can, I can look back and I can just, I can just see all the flowers that I've fucking sprouted from my fucking back. Um, from the big stuff too, from this breakup, from this, this, this lost job, from my previous jobs, from all the things I've learned about myself outside of work, all the things I've learned about myself creatively, all the things that I've sprouted in friendship and in relationship. And, um, just this weekend, like I sprouted like a ton of flowers, you know? And like, just from this one, this one Re revelation, right? Grow where you're planted. I've heard that before, but I've fully embodied it at this point. Um, I'm, I'm embodying it actively in real time. And just some final thoughts I have about it. Um, I wrote, grow where you're planted. Plants are incredibly resilient, and so are you. There is always a loophole you can find in any situation you find yourself in to thrive. Sometimes that looks like hibernation and or surviving just in your internal world. Sometimes that looks like having to take action and put yourself in the way of things you love or that light you up. Whatever it is, it is always a choice to enjoy your life where you're at. Maybe it takes you putting down what you thought you wanted or needed and picking up what you actually need to get where you're going. But either way, I hope you choose to choose your life as it is and continue to keep your desires close to your heart always inching and working towards them one step at a time. Fertilize the soil that surrounds you with love and hope and trust, and I know you'll create the life you love. And so with that, let me leave you with some affirmations. Again, I invite you to hear them for yourself as I say them for me. I can do hard things. 
being uncomfortable is not the end of the world. I enjoy my life exactly as it is. It is a gift to be challenged. It is a gift to be alive. I am grateful for the rejection that redirects me. I am grateful for my discernment. I look forward to the life I know I'll have while enjoying the life I'm living now. I am continuously calling in more abundance, success, and love. This is the year my success shocks me. Thank you for the messages, universe. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the wisdom. I love you very much. And so with that, that is episode 15 of Perfection Unfolding. You guys, 15, that's halfway to 30. That's insane. Um, as always, like, subscribe, follow the podcast on, on Instagram at Perfection Unfolding Pod. Starting next week, I will be recording video versions of the podcast um, and clipping them up for you and posting them on Instagram. That is something that has been a massive goal of mine since I started this. And it only took me 15 episodes in to get it started. So you do not want to miss the clips. Um, they will be shareable. You can send them to your friends. They're Hopefully they're relatable. Um, follow the, the podcast on YouTube at Perfection Unfolding Pod. There will always be audio versions that live on YouTube. So um, follow us there. Or it's Perfection Unfolding with Kara G on YouTube. But I will also be posting clips on YouTube, repurposing them for, you know, on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. Um, I haven't haven't made a TikTok yet, but it is in the works. Um, and also the website's coming soon. But until then, you can find me at caragcoaching.com uh, if you're interested in any one-on-one -on -one life coaching, health coaching, relationship coaching. Um, I am certified and I'm happy to help. So with that, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so much. You can also, if you want to email the pod, email the pod at perfectionunfoldingpod at gmail.com. I am happy to take requests for topics that you guys are, are curious about. And, you know, if you have a question you want to pose to, to me, then I'd be happy to help you out answering that on air. So that's all I've got for you guys. Again, this has been Perfection Unfolding with me, Kara G, and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Okay, bye!